What's up, everybody? This is Elliot Terrell, and you're listening to Magical Thinking, brought to you by artofmagic.com. Our guest for this episode is Joe Pond. He's the owner and operator of Misdirections Magic in San Francisco, and if you ever get a chance to visit him, I highly recommend that you do. In the episode, we talk about magic, of course, what it's like to be an owner of a brick-and-mortar store and how important those are in the magic culture and community. We talk about the way that Joe teaches and tutors and inspires young people that come into his shop to learn magic. We talk about performance, magic as an art. It's a great episode, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. If you haven't already, sign up for the newsletter and follow us on all the social media channels, Instagram, Facebook. Just search for Art of Magic or Magical Thinking Podcast, and you'll find us. Like, follow, share, tell everybody what you think. If you enjoy something, maybe pull that out of the episode and share it with a friend or all of your friends. I always know that I like to be a part of the conversation, and if you have something you want to say, email me at podcast.artofmagic.com. This is the most wonderful time of the year, of course, and I just want to say happy holidays to all my listeners. I'm so thankful for you guys, and I appreciate you all very, very much. We've got a lot of cool releases on Art of Magic this holiday season, and I hope you check them out and enjoy them. And if you have any questions, email me at contact at artofmagic.com. Anyway, get into Joe's episode, and if you ever get a chance to go and visit his shop again, I highly recommend it. Enjoy. Did you, uh, did you go like every week and same thing? Every Monday night, we met at a, at a Methodist church. Oh. We had our, our Boy Scout meetings where we'd study our merit badges. And every Wednesday. This is his, his big thing. And then Wednesdays. But he does, he's overwhelmed, I, I think. Um, he's taking on too much. Every day he has something to do. Yeah. His dance. Hip-hop dance. Boy Scouts. He's got... He's, he's in college course, uh, Chinese college tomorrow uh, at City College. Um, he's on the basketball team. He's an actor. He's a DJ. He's a busy man. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's a nonstop uh, type of thing. I was like, you can't. And then now, like I said, you know, you can't do all these things. Uh, you're going to have to cut down on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Anyways, okay. Um, anything you wanna, or should we do, or? No. We've started. Oh, we started? Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. This is it. We'll just sit and talk. Um, if you could, just try not to bang the table, because it'll rattle the microphone. But other than that, yeah, we're good. I, so, I met you yesterday. Yes. And this is only maybe the third brick-and-mortar magic shop that I've ever been in as an adult. Wow. Yeah. That's... Well, we're few. Yes. We're dinosaurs now. And there's not many left. And uh, to be a real magic shop, not just a, um, a pro magic shop, I think, I would consider it. Uh, there's few. Mm-hmm. Very few. All over the world. It's... it's um, we're dying. Uh... That's why people don't realize how much, how valuable, I think, to have a brick and mortar and to have somebody uh, that actually has knowledge and uh, to guide you. And you were, you came in, you're watching me teach a couple guys and people and then running the store. And it's only me here in the store. So it's not a, 
someone else. I am a one-man show for 20 years now. Wow. Is that, I mean, how, how do you do it? How does it work? Because I don't understand. Because I'm, I'm a millennial, and everything that I do is online. Yeah. And how, I mean, what does it take to run a successful magic short, uh, shop like this? Um, a lot, a lot of work, and no sleep. <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's a passion. Sure. Um, I've been doing this when I since I was a kid. I've been doing magic since I was a kid, and I just love it. You know, you just every day you you wake up and you you do what you want to do. Your dream, you got to love it. Mm-hmm. And this is your my my dream. Uh, I've been uh, wanting to be a magician, uh, and you know, uh, I, I just to have a store, and and you just really really love your passion. And always do, you know, it's like the same thing. Follow your dreams. And if you have a dream, and we live in America, and we can do anything we want. And if you want to be a magician, or you want to be a singer, or a dancer, or a gymnast, or, uh, you know, whatever you want to do, you can do it. And, you know, I'm living my dream. Uh, I I wake up every day, come to work, I love it. Um, I do it with passion. Um... And, you know, I don't sleep because I have, I'm probably one of the many few who actually knows every trick. Wow. I read every book almost. Uh, I do every trick, uh, every video or DVD now. I watch it. So I'm probably the most knowledgeable guy because it's only me here in the store. There's no other demo guy. It's really me. I'm a one-man show from the back of the house to the front of the house the bookkeeping everything you know i have like my wife will come in to help me a little bit to do the uh, orders but um and that's the you know you come in you see me you talk to me i i know you or if i don't know you i will help you i'll guide you along uh kind of like the old magic shops where you know the old guy will come and teach you and guide you and that's the men- the mentorship. Uh, we don't have that anymore um, because now it's the the new generation to learn online. Um, you lose that though. Um, there's going to be good and bad, and we're going to see some great magicians as usual. But we're going to lose a lot because they're not learning the right thing. The new generation, I feel that the 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 new millennials, um, they don't perform anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to be. I I want to get on YouTube. And that's it. In the old days, you learn a trick or you invent a trick, you're going to do it a thousand times and you're going to perform it for people and you're going to ask other uh, magicians to help you out or even mom and dad or even friends and go, I saw it and, you know, and you'll, pri- you'll find a way to perform it. You know, is it going to be funny? What's your character? What's your style? Maybe I'll do it this way. But in the, you know, the new guys... Now they're like, they don't even perform for an audience. They'll do it for the screen, the TV, the, the camera. And and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is great. And then on top of that, they'll market it. They want to go, well, I invented something. I go, and a lot of people come in, I go, I'm sorry. Um, Marlo did that. Yeah. Or Vernon did that. Yeah. Or it's already published. He goes, what, really? And I'm like, yes, really. Um, they don't try anything anymore. So we're going to see some stages. And uh, again, the goal in the old days was, I want to be a magician. I'm going to perform. I want to have my own show. 
I want to go out and perform and do parties and, you know, what have you, you know. But I want my own Vegas show. Mm-hmm. But now, these guys are like, oh, I'll just get a YouTube channel and I'll get a, mil- a million hits or whatever, you know. And it's like, that's not performing. You're not performing in real life. So you could say it's, it's a change uh, scene. The, and I think magic should be live. And that it's it's a live entity. It's you people got to see it. Sure. Um, and that's why everybody, like David Blaine, the street magic thing. It just everybody said, "Whoa, this is incredible," because and it's something new. But actually, it's close up magic. Mm-hmm. You know, termed street magic. And in the old days, they called it pocket magic. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And then and then it went to close up magic. Now it's street magic. And even street magic is kind of dying out, the, the term now. So, you know, we'll see as, as it grows uh, in the magic world. And uh, I think um, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Sure. Um, and hopefully I'll be still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everybody that I've talked to that knows you and knows your shop, loves your shop and loves what you do with... Uh, people that come in and Thank just, you, you know, the, the way that you kind of, you guide them. You're very active, not just doing everything to run the shop, but active in the magicians' lives who come in and, and work with you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's very lucky. Um, I think uh, the, the, the magicians, you know, I'm lucky that all the top pros come in and you can see it. Everybody comes in and hangs out or buys things from me. Um, I'm the guy who actually, you know, goes through trick after trick after trick. People go, oh, you know, and I will tell you flat out if it's good or not. And, you know, there's a lot of junk out there. And I actually go through it with a fine tooth comb. And I and I also know the ability. You know, sometimes they'll say, do you can you do this move? And I'm like, if you can't do this move, you, they don't advertise that part. Yeah. Or, you know, there's an angle sensitive part here. Or you need to do an Emsley count. Sure. And um, this part, you need this. So there's a lot of little bits and pieces. And I say, well, you can't do that. I won't sell it to you. And also people do come in all the time and it's like, well, I got money. And I go, well, you're not ready for it. Uh, um, and I don't sell it to them. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten people really bad at me, <laughs> uh, mad. And they go, what are you doing? You know, I have money. And I go, but you're not ready. And, and it's like, it, because it should be. You know, it's like if you bought an analogy of uh, like, if, you know, people, oh, I'll practice, I'll practice, I'll practice. So, well, you know, if you want to learn piano and you walk in and you say, well, I'll, I'll buy the best piano. That doesn't mean you're going to be the best player. And well, I'll practice. Well, if I give you Beethoven's music, you can't pro- you got to know you know how to you play the learn key. how to read music yes yeah so i'll practice i go no you cannot just practice and also guys that are decent they'll go well i'll practice and all i need is a hundred times i go you practice a hundred times wrong and also that's not good you yeah. got to practice a hundred times right ten times right is better than a hundred times wrong yeah so there's there's a lot of magic and magic they don't realize it's an art form mm-hmm. the art and we're the number one art form uh, there's more books and uh, published in magic than any other art form 
and people don't know it. It's it's such there's so much more psychology, misdirection, timing, uh, you know, all these performance. There's so much more in in magic than like other arts. You know, yeah, there. You know, you oh, you're drawing, you're you're doing this, or you know, there's so much. But then we, as a magician, we have to learn all that stuff secretly, <laughs> yeah. and then we gotta perform it flawless. And if we mess up, it's over. A gymnast falls down. A juggler drops the ball. Um, a um, a uh, piano player or a guitar player goes off key or singer goes off. They can recover. A magician messed up on the trick. It's not my card. Unless it's planned or he's really good, he can recover. It's blown. Yeah. You go, whoops, that's it. I'm sorry. And then you're, you're done. You're, you're doomed. So that's one of the, the negatives about magic and the positives because we have to be really good. Uh, also, we stand on shoulders of others. We are the, you know, every magician is the most important to the ex next magician. Um, no matter who you are, you're a beginner, you make magic look good. If you're a professional, you make magic look good. That lousy Uncle Bob who knows that 121 card trick, that's why magic got a bad name in the beginning. Because Uncle Bob was terrible at the 21 or the, the counting card trick. They haven't seen good magic. Mm -hmm. We are the ones that have to present good magic. So if you, if I teach good magic and you present good magic, everyone else will love good magic. So the, the people will know, because uh, you know, like I said, we stand on shoulders. If you screw it up, if you're hired to do a show and all of a sudden a, uh, you, you, you show up late, you look bad, you smell bad, or you just screw up, you're just... A, Having a, you cannot give people that because you have to be right on your game. Next time, they will never hire a magician again. Juggler drops the ball, we'll hire another. Singer goes off key, she's late, we'll that's, hire another that's one. Singer, yeah, that's not all singers. Yeah, yeah. But a magician, we hire you, and you're you're not there, and you're, you you did something wrong. They'll never hire another magician again. And it's the truth, you know, it's somehow we are stuck in the same category. Uh, and also, I feel uh, the American magicians, we don't have it as good as like other countries, you know, like Europe and Asia. Um, they, they regard magic as an art form, uh, higher standard. Yeah. Whereas <clears throat> Americans, oh, we're kid shows. And, um, and 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 that's that's because we don't have enough good magicians out there, and you know, and, and I and also we don't practice enough. We got it all. You come into the shop, I got everything, but the um, the they don't practice. They don't they don't really work on the the, uh, the stuff. And now, with, like I said, we were talking about the the new generation. They just want to do magic online. They don't actually perform. You know, when you, when's the last time, you know, when you go, oh, my God, this guy is fantastic. That's the real key to see good magic. Sure. I think one of the benefits of online is that the camera is unblinking. And so I think a lot of these young guys that are performing for the camera that are doing YouTube stuff and Instagram is a big thing. Yes. 
they are looking at their technique a lot harder. And those guys are practicing their technique a lot more. But you're right, doing it for the camera is not the same. You're building a different skill set, essentially. It is, um, I think, uh, you're right about that. There, there is guys that are, that are coming in to become more technical. They mm -hmm. go, can you do a pass? And can you do this move? And can you do that move? And I'm like, eh, you don't necessarily need to do all those moves perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of the, they come in and go, I got to learn how to do this. I go, you don't really need to. A lot of times it's performance. The performance is the key. You ha you sh if you're a good magician, you should have these skills down. But the performance is more important, I think, than just the skills alone. You, you need both. But if you could do kind of like uh, I want to do, um, if you can have both, that basically if you can have both, performance and skills. But I would tell you, uh, a good magician, if you want to be hired, uh, that's going to be it. Because you'll see magicians in the bedroom. <laughs> The, the the closet magician, mm -hmm. the guy who's in the bedroom practicing his double lifts, practicing his uh, you know pass, and they come in. Wow, it's fantastic! But are you a performer? The performer is is more important, I think. Um, you can be that private you know magician as a hobby, but if you say I I want to go out and perform, uh, you know when you want to go out and do things for friends, it doesn't have to be a pro. You could you know just a Christmas party, yeah. uh, get together, you're at office, you know, you're showing a couple friends or showing the waitress some magic. You got to be up on your game. Uh, and if you're angle sensitive uh, and you're just doing moves and, and you don't care, that's not magic. It's just, then it's a puzzle. You know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, it's interesting for a bunch of different reasons, I think. Uh, if a singer goes out to dinner, and the waitress finds out the person is a singer, they're not going to say, sing. sing for me. Like a comedian. Necessarily. Uh, yeah. Do tell, the, me a joke. tell me a joke. <laughs> See, so I was talking last night with somebody about how magic and comedy are very closely linked. And so if somebody says, I am a comedian, oftentimes they will get, well, tell me a joke. Uh, but, but a lot of the other art forms, you can't, you're not asked to demonstrate them if you say that you are that thing. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, very... Um, we are the, the, that kind of art form that was when someone does, oh, you're a magician, do a trick. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring my props, sorry. Um, you know, but if you're a good, you know, that is the one thing that we have to do. So I always say, if you're a magician, you should bring it. You should have something with you, no matter what. It's in your wallet, it's in your pocket. You are a magician. You're supposed to have a prop, or you, you can pick up a, a coin, uh, a piece of sh a sugar packet, um, you know, a salt shaker, mm -hmm. uh, a spoon, a fork, whatever, wherever you are, a pencil, a pen. Uh, you're supposed to be a magician. Learn all the Martin Gardner stuff. Yes. And you'll be set. <laughs> you have to know everything or carry something with you. And there's nothing wrong. People go, well, I don't, I want to be the, the uh, impromptu guy. I don't need to have it. Uh, I go, well, there's nothing wrong with carrying a prop. Yeah. You know, you're a magician. You're carrying something. Uh, you don't have to be a sleight of hand man. You still got to, you know, if you are a magician, do some magic. It is a negative stigma when people come up to us and say, do something. You know, if you're an engineer, oh, can you, uh, you know, do something? Fix my, <laughs> fix my car yeah. or I'm a, uh, you know, 
or doctor. Yeah. Oh, um, can you can you fix my uh, my arm hurts? Mm-hmm. You know, and of course you're not going to ask. That's the other thing. Are you going to ask me to do it for free? Sure. Yeah. And it's like we go to, you know, I want some free advice from a lawyer. No, um, you got to pay me if yeah. you're an actor or a magician, in that sense. Um, but yeah, we do have that stigma. Um, that's not that bad though, because um, here's your chance to perform if you are a not a pro. But if you're a pro, you should be performing anyway, and then you're supposed to give them a little taste, and then you can get a job. So it's both ways. I feel it's okay. Uh, I'm in the magic to sell, and I want everyone to perform because you are the first. It could be you who is the first magician to perform live for this audience because a lot of people see it on TV. They've never seen live magic, and so you do good magic. And you blow them away. You could be that magician that they always, whenever you see a, someone come, oh, you're a magician. They tell the story. I saw this magician once when I was a kid or when I was at a party. And he plucked a coin out of my ear. Or he made a napkin disappear. And, you know, you could be that guy that they will tell a story to another magician. You know, yeah. So if you do good magic, you will be somebody because it will stand in their mind. It's an incredible burden that I think a lot of amateur guys don't necessarily think about. And that is, you could either be the best magician they've ever seen or the worst magician they've ever seen. Because th- you're the first magician they've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. And it really, that, that worst thing is, is the worst. Yeah. Because, like I said, we stand on shoulders of others. If they see us and they go, holy moly, it's the worst magician. They, like I said, they'll never hire another magician. So we really gotta put our game up, yeah. And we got and, and as a good magician, you will show them good card magic, yeah. Lo- you know, like I said, a lot of people don't like card magic. Show them good card magic because they've never yeah. seen it before. Show them good coin magic. Show them really good close up magic. Uh, or, and that's important because then they know when they do see another bad magician, which is likely to happen. They'll go, oh, well, they're not. This is an exception. This, this is, is yes, not, this yeah. guy is a beginner. Yeah. He's never done it before. Uh, give him a chance. Sure. You know, versus. Magicians he, are awful. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the whole, all of us are terrible. You know, uh, so that is, I think, the strongest thing that we need. We need to have good magicians. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think Spain. And Asia, you know, like especially Spain, the Tamarias thinking. Those guys are like killing us. Yeah. And they have magic shows on TV and they have uh, magic with skill. Yeah. And you can't see it. And uh, they have theaters with magic. And these guys are killing us Americans as, as in, in skill wise and thinking and the theory because they're studying it. And they really see it as an art form versus us. We're still kind of um, behind that. We're still like kid shows, yeah. you know. And like I said, when they see like Juan Tamarez, uh, Danny Dortiz, these guys that come out and they do their magic, it's like, whoa, it really is art. Yeah. You know, versus we come out and goes, and we're, you know, we do something and it's, it's good, but it's not to this other level. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the audience is... They accept it more. It's they they definitely 
magic is definitely uh, like it's in the air over in Spain because you know you it's really it's just not fair <laughs> because they have the greatest living magician there is and he's super famous for doing amazing magic and he has been but you know years, what so it's like, I, I, I'm gonna say we, we we're first we have Vernon we had all the we're, we had it we're just falling behind yeah and I think I mean we have great magicians we have famous magicians uh, but we don't have I think we don't have the I mean the public's perception yeah the public's perception yeah. the we don't have that form of theater mm -hmm. that they can go and watch and then the TV shows street magic walking up to people on the street instead of going to a theater and watching magic so we have it you know just like any other the vaudeville uh, the circus performers over there are perceived better than ours. You know, circus LA, for instance, you know, versus ours, you know, it's different. So I think we have that negative thing. But we just, as a magician, I think our goal for the next generation is to keep striving and to to, to teach it. Uh, my goal is to teach that. You know, I want them to do good magic. People come in. I said, you know. I want you to do good magic. I don't want you to do bad magic. And people come in the shop. You see people in here. And I'm watching kids, you know, and other magicians and performing things. And sometimes I'll stop. You know, everybody's in the shop. There's magicians gathering around, hanging out. And sometimes they're performing for other lay people that come in. And I go, stop, 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 stop. And they go, why? And go, you're not ready to perform that yet. And because I do this all the time. I, I, and I go, no, you're not. Not, not here. Yeah. Because you're not good enough. I go, this part is good, but this part is no good. Mm -hmm. And I will stop you. And I'll go, you know, your patter's no good. Or I saw you flash. And I'm, I'm very strict. And people come in and go, man, he's kind of mean on that mm -hmm. part. And I go, but I want good magic. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing it right, you ruin it for everyone. Sure. You know. So what, what is good and bad magic? What are good and bad magic? What are some examples that people can hear and go, oh, I may do that, or I recognize that I do that? I think uh, uh, to study um, the art of magic and um, the performance, um, the skill, and to really do good magic is to make people not just fooled. I mean, that's the first thing you usually come in. You, you want to be fooled. But then after that level... We go to another level of thinking, uh, and it's about the performance, and it's about how we get to this performance. Uh, you don't have to script it. Some people script. Um, how do I use my technique? How do I create my character? How do I create what I'm going to say? Is, am I going to tell a story? Am I going to... Um, not tell a story. I'm just going to do the trick and make the make the magic astonish. Make it, wow! This changed, and that was it. But it has to reach a certain level, and you have peaks. And then, if you are doing a show, you also have to know the opening trick, the middle trick, the end of the trick, or even if if the trick itself is all built in. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you an example, like David Roth. I think you know the greatest coin man in the world, and um, people go, oh, you know, and I know David really well. But you watch David, um, especially his old tricks, his older 
um, routines. You know, what made Guy Vernon say he's the greatest coin man in the world? Is he the best coin man? Yeah, he is. Technically, he's amazing. But we got, shoot, there's so many great technical coin guys, workers, yeah. coin workers out there that are like, do more incredible things, I think. But what makes Roth really the special thing? He is like Martin Scorsese. When you watch his routine, he's, it's like a storyboard. Really sit there and watch it. He doesn't just, okay, I'm going to put the coin over here. I'm going to put the coin in this position, and then I'm going to move it. When he actually has to switch from edge palm to finger palm or thumb palm, he's moving an object at the same time. He doesn't just use standard misdirection, put my hand down to my side and just, you know, change grips. He actually, you can see everything. If you watch it on screen, you can't tell. Slidini is another perfect example. If you go watch Slidini, it's perfectly choreographed. Mm -hmm. There is no, you know, mistakes. There's no bad magic. It's like, you, you, you can watch it on slow-mo and you can't find out when he's doing the move. Yeah. Um, if you watch that old Dick Cavett um, specials with Slidini, I remember watching him when I was a kid, and we had a VCR back then. And I recorded it. Oh my god! And I'm watching it, and I'm trying to figure out how he did the silks or the helicopter card. You can watch it in slow mo. You can't even see it. Yeah. There's no way that is is an artist. That is a magician, and that is good magic because he's choreographed. He's thinking about. It. Not only, and you know, like if you watch, are they telling a story or are they just letting the magic happen? You know, there's no real story. It's just the magic is there. Uh, it's strong and it's, it's fooling. It's powerful. But it's not just, oh, I just slapped it together. and I, I put the coin in my hand and disappeared. No, there's like so much more. There's tension and drama. Yes. And, yeah. There's a lot of, you know, how are we going to get to that point? Um, and you'll you'll see the great magicians of today, and then yesterday. I think the new guys coming out, and um, you know it, it will change, and you will see some great guys. Um, I think the new generation. Uh, I would say uh, Josh J uh, is is probably one of my favorite uh, because he's thinking. Mm -hmm. He knows the thinking, the performance. He also knows history. This is another thing I think a lot of, you know, go, let's, you know, I'm going on a tangent, but yeah, go ahead. history of magic is important because we want to study the older guys. You know, and usually I tell people don't study that in the beginning because no one wants to come in and go, oh God, I don't want to study this. But if you start to get into it, then you start to study, look at the older books, mm -hmm. look at the older stuff. And he goes, where did these guys think? And those stuff those the magic from those days still stands up. That's why the classics are classic. Cups and balls are still around. Linking rings are still around. And then if you go in the card magic, it's still that old trick. You know, I'm still doing um, twisting the aces, twisting aces, travelers. Yeah, travelers yeah, yeah, you're doing those same tricks, but everybody has a variation off of it. But it's is it better triumph? Is it better than actually Vernon's original triumph? Mm -hmm. Is it better than? maybe this is better. Uh, maybe you changed it slightly. But you know what? The classic is still a classic. So um, we should study the history of magic. Uh, you know, if you're not a stage performer, you study the, the older guys, you know, Vernon. And you know what? 
If you look at Tamaras, all he does is talk about Vernon. Always. All those older magicians study Vernon, Marlowe, um, and the classics. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just so much, there's so much more uh, that they create. And here's my other, my other pet peeve. I'm a purist. Yeah. Um, I, I don't do any things with uh, special cards. Mm-hmm. I don't use any gimmicks. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. But you're missing the boat. Mm-hmm. Divernon used gimmicks. Marlowe used gimmicks. Those great masters all good. Vernon fooled Houdini with a gimmick. Yeah. Right? So you can do so many things with normal things. But why don't you throw in a... And if you got the skills already, and if you have a special gimmick once in a while, or a special deck, there's nothing wrong with it because the trick is so strong and you switch it in and out, they're not going to question you. You know, so my pet peeve is, one of the pet peeves is, I'm a purist, I'm a purist. I go, okay, that's good. People grow out of that. Yeah. I grew out of it because <laughs> I was a purist at one yeah. point. And then you come to realize, as or I came to realize, the best fucking tricks you can do <laughs> are with a gaff card. Yeah. You know, you with an need... impossible object. Yeah. Situation. Let's, why not? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And some things you can't do without it. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, I have to have... I mean, I got to do it without it. I go, well, yeah. Like the invisible deck. Yeah. You know, there's a couple guys that have tricks with impromptu invisible deck. <laughs> Why do you have to work so hard? The <laughs> trick is good. Yeah. Why would you work so hard? Yes, yeah. you want to fool that magician at the end. Here, here's my cards. And they're all normal, by the way. Layperson doesn't know the difference. Yeah. You know, so... Magic is all about who you're performing for. Sure. And and what you're gonna do. The context of the performance. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the key. And of course there's nothing wrong with fooling magicians. Of course. There is that if that's the context, then of go what for you're it. gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna say, My object is to fool magicians, my object is just to fool lay people and have a good time, no problem. You wanna fool the boys at the club, you wanna fool the boys at the convention, you wanna fool the, the boys, no problem. There's plenty of tricks for that too. And then there's tricks that will fool the lay people, which is don't have to work so hard. Sure. I think it's I think it's important to kind of set as a as a magician, as someone who started out uh, being a purist and I grew up in so I grew up in North Louisiana, I told yes. you yesterday, I believe. Um, I didn't have any magicians around me. And so the only place I had to learn was from the internet yes. and online. And I was lucky that there were really good resources available to me. I think that's the positiveness mm-hmm. on, on the internet. But that's not much difference than in the old days when they, people said, I was from Louisiana sure. or I was from this, you know, Oki from Muskogee, whatever it is. Sure, sure. I'm middle nowhere. And I had nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I had to mail order and I get this one book. Sure. So people would go, I was living on a farm. I was living in the middle of India. Yeah. And I did nothing. Now, of course, it's easier now because of the internet. And that's really great for that. Sure. Uh, and I never had a magic shop. And I never had a chance to go uh, to the magic shop. But it's, uh, you know, I think um, positive and negative. 
I think people don't read anymore. Okay. Uh, I think the books are the real magic. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was going to say is that the 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 good resources that I had online led me to Vernon and Marlowe and Slydini and Skinner and yeah. you know all those guys. So that's where because, you, well, you you were studied more, mm-hmm. and um, I think uh, it depends on the person. How much do you want it, and how much do you really want to study? Because a lot of people don't want to even touch a book. Uh, the resources of the books, because the books are the ones that make you think. Uh, I keep telling people to, you know, get a book, but of course it's not going to be the easy thing to do in the beginning because there's videos and online and things like that, and just to buy a quick trick. But it comes later if you're more serious and you've passed, like I said, you pass the stage of just fooling people, and they go, well, I want to get something, and I go, okay, you know what? It's time for you to maybe to get a book, mm-hmm. and and then if I can hook them in, that's where we get it. Because the book of all magic makes you think about the trick. Um, that's kind of like how I learned because we didn't have DVDs and sure. internet and all that stuff. You know, I learned from a book, and you open the pages, you read that one trick, and it takes you a while sometimes, especially if it's a complicated routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I give you an example: Reset, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Harris. I love it. It's my favorite first trick that I ever learned that I thought was real sleight of hand. And I read it from uh, Super Magic, the book. Not the Art of Astonishments, because those weren't out then. <laughs> I read Super Magic, and I read that, and I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest. But it took me a long time to figure it out because it had all these, and it's, and it's a long thing. But now, you know, you can learn it on DVD, and you, you'll learn it in five minutes. But in the book, I had to read it, and then I forgot the move. I go back, and I, and I didn't know how it looked like. It was in my own mind, and, and I would have to do it. So I had to figure a way how to perform it. And then once I got it, then I would do it over and over and over. So I knew the routine. Mm-hmm. So I think that went, that will make a magician stronger if you're a kid or an adult reading a book. And, you, and you, you're trying to think, how am I going to... And then on top of that, there's really no presentation. You know, he'll be a little once in a while, paddle lines, but... It's all up to you. So you don't really, so that's what makes an original magician, someone who's thinking about every aspect from the creativity because you, now you're like, okay, well, if I did it this way, what if I do it this way? Not following the book, sure. right? So um, a book really makes you think about the magic, think about the trick, think about the routine, think about how you're presenting it, think about maybe the move, maybe it, the move was too hard for me maybe. And it's like, you know what? I could do it this way. Um, I'll go a side note. I think that's where my major specialty is. People come in and go, oh, man, you do, you know all these tricks. You can do everything. And I go, I can do most of the stuff. I can't do everything. I'm going to be honest. But um, I can do almost everything well. And I can take a trick a la Skinner. I am probably as close as I would say to Skinner. Because Skinner could do everything well. And that's he loved magic too. But, um, you know, we have more tricks now than back in the days. Yeah. And there's so many tricks. So what do I do? I can make a trick better. That's what I think I, my specialty is. My specialty is I have routines in here that and when you buy the trick, for me, it's not the same as you get in the instructions because mm-hmm. I've changed it. I go, this is the way it should be done. 
or I change the pattern or I change the move. I go, you know what? This is too hard. He made it too complicated. I made it a little easier. So my specialty, I think, is to take a trick and make it better. Um, I've never created a trick. I, I would tell you that off the top because people come in and goes, oh, I've created a trick. I'm like, that's a hard thing to do. You got to be really exceptionally to, to say, I, I invented a trick because there's not that many tricks available, uh, especially card tricks. You know, Divernon said it best, you know, only out of this world still, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. not really, there's some moves. And then on top of that, I would say maybe not because people go, oh, that's a variation of that, guys, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, but my specialty, I think, again, is I can take something and I'm like, wow, this is a good trick, but I can make it a little bit better. Or there's a, there's a routine here that could be used with. Uh, sometimes it takes me, sometimes it's sitting on my drawer at home. After I get home and I'm, I go, there's something here. The guy didn't know what he's doing. I will work it out. So people come in all the time that know, you know that come to the shop here, and they're going, "Oh, what's the the thing?" And I go, "Well, how about this?" And this is a and and he goes, "Teach it to me, teach it to me," because my variation I think is even better than what the instructions are. Sure. Do you have an example? Uh, let me see here. Um, I'll give you a, a lot of examples. Um, Super Triple, my favorite uh, coin thing, by Johnny Wong. The DVD is terrible. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, but um, I love the trick. Yeah. And I have a nice routine with it. I've taught to many, many people. Um, it's not a cheap trick, but um, I worked on it for a long, you know, I sat there and I was like, this is a beautiful gimmick, but I had to work on that for a while. And now I sell it and people come in all the time uh, asking me, can you do that? And, and or... I, I give them a trick, and then they go, whoa. And I go, this is a beautiful trick, and I've taught many, many people and I, uh, to do this trick. Um, I think that's one of my uh, favorite ones that I, I kill with. Um, let me see. What else can I say? Um, I would say um, just little variations off of uh, card things that I, I've changed here and there. Um, um Thought transmitter, uh, John Cornelius's gimmick. Um, I sold it to the like the Pendragons, uh, Jeff McBride, uh, Dave Williamson, uh, all these guys. Doc Hilford. Uh, I fooled them all. Um, when they come in, they go, oh, "I need to get a trick," and I'm like, "Okay, let me do this." And um, it's a great trick. Uh, I have a little variation off of how to do it how to get my uh, things. So it's a way I, 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 I thought it out. Uh, but that comes in, you know. The newest one I do right now, and it was my pick hit, is Decisions. Uh, Alakazam Magic. Um, great trick. I think um, uh, uh, Darren Brown did it mm -hmm. on his show. And um, what a great trick. But the DVD is not very good. And so I, had, I, I love the gimmicks. I love what it did, and I was like, but there's no ending. So I have an ending for it, and I have a way of performing that trick now. Um, Sixth Sense, um, I came up with a, uh, uh, that's a, um, a mentalism trick with the, the coins and everything. I came up with a, um, a cool modern-day hip prediction at the end and how we can play with it. 
So I, I play with the tricks. I'm thinking about it. And that's, that's the thing. To challenge you as a performer, you must think about your magic. Uh, don't just copy the trick off the DVD or the book or the, you know, or, or the packaging. You have to influence. Everything is all influence of you. Uh, where you went to school. Uh, what your job you're doing. If you're married, you have kids. Where you travel. The friends you hang out with, the music you listen to, the TV shows you watch, the movies you watch. Everything you do, is, is magic will go in place of you. Uh, so whenever I tell people, I said, you know, you, you, you're going to bring that trick to you. And a good performer will take that magic and make it you. you know? And I, I can't give people coming to me all the time and go, uh, I need an act. I need an act. I go, I can't give you an act. <laughs> I can't. I can give you tricks, and if I know you, or you tell me what you do, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a talent show, or I'm doing, uh, I, I, I'm trying to do it to music. I'm trying to, do, and I go, okay, tell me a little bit more, and I can recommend tricks for you, and I think that would be perfect for you. And okay, and then I go, okay, and then if we really get into it, then I can, I can really push you, but I still cannot do you, because you are the only person that can be you. And that comes from, like I said, all your experiences in life. And, and, and that's where my big thing with mentalism for kids. Yes, you can actually do mentalism for kids, but it doesn't fit right because the mentalism, you're not even old enough to do certain things yet. Do some card tricks. Mentalism should be for older guys because there's more experience, more knowledge, and I can believe it, maybe. Perceived wisdom. Yes, that's that's the word, perceived wisdom. So you can really get more. So when people come in and go, can I do mentalism? And they're a little kid. I go, mm, let's do some card tricks. Let's do some other stuff first. We can do some tricks that are like mental magic, not mentalism. Yeah. Um, because mentalism is not about just technique. It's really all performance. Mm-hmm. You have to be really good to, to play it because a lot of stuff is boring. You, you can see it. Some of these guys that are mentalists, they come in and I'm a mentalist. And, I'm, and it's like, oh, my God, it's dry and he's boring. you got to be a good performer. To, you have to have gravitas. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's it. And so, um, you know, to move you, to, to get you in the right act or the right thing, I want to say it's all you. You know, like you went, you know, when you came to see me, I was like, wow, you came from Louisiana, you came all the way to California, the West Coast. How do you like it? And but you can see it. Your thinking is different. You went to school there and then now you came over here and now you're doing this. But you see, you're doing all these different because you, and also I think for you, Elliot, mm-hmm. because you didn't have much. Mm-hmm. So you had to work on it harder. Yes. So when you finally met. Dan and Dave and the rest of these guys. It's amazing. Yes. And it made you work harder because it's like, whoa. And now I'm surrounded by these guys. By the way, I've known Dan and Dave since they were kids. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, they, they mentioned that I should tell you hi for them. Oh, good. Yeah. They're awesome. I mean, I remember them when they were little kids in the shop. They come in. Um, they're taller than the counter, but they were young guys. Barely. <laughs> and... Uh, you should see them. They they would come in. I go, hey guys, and they're very shy. Yeah. And I go, 
hey, uh, you guys, you know, they come in uh, uh, on a weekend and they go, okay, guys, what do you guys want? And he goes, oh, well, well, hang in, hang in, hang in. I go, okay. And I go help someone else. I come back. I go, you guys, anything? No, 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 no. Uh, okay. I come back to them, help someone else. Come back. Hey, you guys want to see anything? No, 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 no. We're, we're, you know. I said, you sure now? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come back. And they go, and then I think the mom or dad comes, picks and goes, we got to go, we got to go. And they're like here for a couple hours. Yeah. And I go, you guys, you, you guys, you guys got to go now? And he goes, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we, 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 we want to get something. And I go, okay, okay. What, what do you guys want? And he goes, well, um, I remember this. This is so specific. Uh, we want uh, uh, Daryl's Encyclopedia of Card Tricks, uh, Card Slides. I was like, whoa. Okay. Which volume? There's eight volumes. He goes, no, no. We've been saving up, Joe. We want the whole thing. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so they bought the whole eight volumes. Yeah. Um, and they would come to my lectures, uh, lectures at our thing. And this is before. And Ricky Smith, too. Yes, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, all these guys. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, uh, I kind of knew them all before they were big stars. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Um, Ricky would come in. Same thing. And Ricky's a little strange. You come in. Yeah, you know, if you know Ricky, comes in. Also, same thing. Doesn't say anything. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Mom leaves him here all day. He's here. He's got his cards in his hands. He's talking to me. I go, Ricky, do something for me. Um, not now, Joe. I'll, I'll wait. And then I'm okay. And same thing. And then finally, when they leave, okay, uh, okay, give me this book and give me this, give me this and give me this. I'm like, wow. And now they're superstars, yeah. inventing things and the decks. The card artistry, they started the card artistry. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is amazing to see uh, my guys going out there. And I, I have to, I'm so proud to see them go on. And, and it's just like, you know, like Alex Ramon, mm -hmm. um, also my student, um, he's a superstar in, in doing shows all over the world. Um, he was the Ringing Brothers. Uh, I mean, this guy's a superstar also. Uh, so you 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 know there's so many guys that come out of the shop mm -hmm. uh, that you sit there and go, oh man these guys are making it and I want good magic this is the most important thing though yeah I, I don't want these um, bad magic yeah to go out there and go oh man this is this is amazing uh, it's funny to see um, great magicians become great and I I know and these are just the kind of the famous kind of guys the guys are normal people. That come in that I've known since they were kids. I I see their their kids now. They're married. They bring their kids in, uh, and it's amazing to see how life has changed. And I guess I'm I'm getting old. <laughs> to see uh, coming in goes. Oh my gosh! It's, it's you're still here, and, and you know uh, no more here, but uh, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh... You know, I'd, I'd love for you to talk about the lectures and, you know, the magicians yeah. that come through. And so, um, I'm like I said, I'm very lucky. Um, I've been doing, we've been here for 20 years, and I, I have the greatest magicians that come through town. For, you know, you name the top magicians, the lecturers we've had. Uh, if you look through the walls, um, you name it. Jay Sankey, Michael Amar, David Roth. Uh, the great Danny Diortiz was just here, uh, Gregory Wilson, uh, Shudagawa. Um, I can just sit there. 
uh, a name, Jamie and Swiss. Uh, uh, who else can I name? Um, uh, we just had uh, Carl Hein, uh, Tony Clark, um, Max Maven. Uh, you, you know, I can just, you know, I just sit there and name people. And then just people coming into the shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody comes in. I take a picture with them. Uh, I love it. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'm a photo hog. Uh, a photo bomb, you know, people, uh, I've been doing this before internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and people are going, you know, and I ha- my pictures are like, some of them are real camera with the, the old, because we didn't have, um, sure. The, uh, so I had to use a, a real film. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but I take pictures with everybody that comes in and, and I'm trying to just, you know, uh, gather up. I and mean, I have so many guys that come in. It's, it's, it's inspirational to me because I learn so much. Uh, from the lectures and it's different than online mm-hmm. people are like oh yeah you know I can, I can I don't have to go I'll see them online that is totally different um, um, it's not the same uh, live magic is about being to see it live people don't realize uh, you know these live lectures now I mean these lectures online versus you go to somewhere and I bring someone in and you see someone live in concert, it's just like a concert. You know, it's it's different. Can I see Lady Gaga uh, sing or you know? But you got to see her live. There's a feeling in the air that you don't get by watching yes. it on your couch. Yeah, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Prince. You saw them live. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. I got to see them live. It's 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 not the same. Bruno Mars. Yeah. You see a magician live. You see Daryl live. Michael Amar live. Bill Malone. Bill Malone live. It's. It's different. People go, oh, it's the same. I go, no. Not only that, he's there to show you. He's there to teach you. Mm-hmm. He's there to answer questions. You will see the nuances, how to perform, what's he doing, the misdirection, the key to all magic. Everything. He's there. It's it's different. People are going, oh, yeah, I'll just do it on... I go, no, no, no. It's it, Even buying a video is different. It's it's not. you got to come see these guys live. That's why you go to a live concert, you see a live show. And when you sit there and you see a professional magician live, it really changes you. And uh, I'm lucky um, that I, I can bring in the greatest... And people don't know, San Francisco is so expensive. You know, it's the number one most expensive place to live now. And uh, people go, oh, yeah, it's great. I go, oh, you know, it's not easy to, to, and we're kind of in a major area. We're not like downtown, but we are in a major area. You know, mm-hmm. street, people can come in and see me. And uh, I'm right here. You know, I'm here every day. Um, and you can ask me questions. And you'll see it, people hanging out. And you even see it, you know, coming in here. And people stare all day. Yeah. And I'm working with them. And I'm running back and forth. And I will get you know, to you, and if you say, I, I need to, I need you to, you know, that's why people say, why don't you just get somebody to be in here? I go, because they're waiting for me. I was thinking <laughs> if I have a kid in here, they're not going to talk to the kid. Yeah, They want to talk to me because I have the knowledge and everything, you know, and I send a lot of stuff over, you know, I mail a lot too, but I know my stuff. So I was like, is this a good trick? And yeah, this is a good trick. I'll go through the, um, every video, every book, and understand it. Mm-hmm. Do you sell things that you don't think are good? I have stuff 
in here that I think is not good. That sounds like a loaded question, but I mean, like, I'm just yeah. curious because you keep I do. Up. Yeah. I, I do. Um, you know what? I, I, I go through it. I have the stuff. And then they go, if you, uh, they go, I really need it. And I go, I will tell you, sometimes I would say, no, it's not a good trick. Don't buy it. But if they go, I really want it. I said, okay. Um, you really want it? I'd rather you buy it from me than someone else because I'll get the money. And so a lot of times I'll order it or sometimes I'll have it. I go, man, this is not that good. But if you want it, I have it. Yeah. And I will give them a cringe. Um, if you trust me, then you will say, okay, I don't want to buy it. Yeah. And I say, but, I, but I, what I'll do is I'll recommend something that's better. Uh, you know, um, I won't say any products that are no good because sure, it would be bad. But there's a lot of products that are no good that I would say, this is okay. Um, too much setup uh, or too much. Um, it's impractical. You know or... what? You know what it is? Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, we'll mention any products, but but I kind of don't like um, the do-it-yourself or the um, too much D, DIY. DIY. Yes. Why don't they fix it so I can buy it and do it? Even I'm a I'm I'm the guy who's selling you the thing. Because oh you you know what you need a pair of scissors you need you need to spend a couple hours to fix this up. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, what? I go. That's how the trick is. I go. It's not that good, but you have to do that. Are you willing to do it? And here's a here's the thing. The young people don't want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. It's a trailer. They saw the trailer. They saw the thing. I want to buy. Okay. Okay. If you have to buy it. I'd rather you buy from me. It's the same price. Sure. It's not like I'm, you know, uh, outrageously priced. It's the same price. Like if you really want it, get it from me. Because mm-hmm. at least it helps me pay for the rent. And are these the tricks that you kind of punch up to that, you, that you'll that you take and try and... I punch air. I buy everything. Yeah. I buy everything to see. Uh, yes. Some of them I will say, this is a, you know, I'll, I'll look at it and go... This is a diamond in the rough. Yes. It's not there yet. I go, it's not there yet, but... But then there's one side I go, I love this trick. And if I love that trick, I love that trick. And I will go, this is a good trick. And you trust me, this is a good trick. Uh, and, and they go, okay. Um, so when I like the trick, I really love the trick. And I keep in the stock and you'll see it. It's like I'm demoing that trick. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'll demo a ton of tricks in here. Uh, uh, but I'll demo the one that I really love. And the one that I really love, it's the one I actually will perform. Yeah. If you sit there and go, Joe, what do you perform if you had to go to a party? Joe, what would you actually do for, you know, this is the trick. I, I'm, I'm serious. This is the one I love. Um, and people come in all, and this is the, the loaded question, what's new? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what's new? You don't even have What's the, new? What's old? Yeah, what's old? You don't even have the old trick. What are you yeah. doing buying the newest trick? Don't buy that. Get You've got this. this Vernon pamphlet over there that you sure could look at instead of the new thing. Yes. You know? and, and, and this is the big thing. Yeah. Why are you doing, you know, but that's kind of like what everybody wants, the newest thing. So I have to pull them to which way, which trick. And uh, as I know you, if, if I don't know you, you come in, you tell me. And, and this is the big thing. I always ask the question, what do you have? Yeah. Uh, oh, my kid, he's a really good magician. I go, what do you have? What does he have already? Oh, he, he doesn't have much. Okay, then he's not really that good. Oh, he fools me all the time. Um, that might be really easy. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always ask, and I'm, 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 
some people, like I said, don't like me mm -hmm. because I go, well, how do you know I'm not a magician? Mm -hmm. Well, I already know, but you, you answer, you're asking me that question. Uh, I know because I've been doing this too long. I go, tell me what you have. Oh, I, I have uh, a Svengali deck and a stripper deck. Okay, so you're still beginning. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I have, um, I've gotten some Michael Amar DVDs and I've gotten um, an invisible deck and I do. You're still a beginner. Still yes, beginner, still a beginner. <laughs> so we're here. And then I go, okay, I've gotten this. I'm 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 into this and this and I go okay, now we're ready to move you. Mm -hmm. Let's 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 move you. Uh, let's 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 go further. Uh, how's your skill level? You know, well, are you willing to practice? Yeah, not really. Okay, let's go back to the self-working style tricks that are easier. And some people, some like older guys, go. You know, I don't want to practice too much. I'm really more into. Um, presentation okay no problem yeah. there's a lot of great magicians that are good you don't have to do too much slight work let's work on the presentation and let's still have a great you could be a good magician yeah. doesn't mean you have to be a sleight of hand artist uh you know mm -hmm. it, it's it's as you still could be a magician sure um so that's that's the key uh where are you and everybody has a different level mm -hmm. uh it, you know you you can still do magic with the Svengali deck and I've done it on TV and I still fool people yeah of course so nothing wrong yeah you know uh, a TT is fine and I've had magicians get fooled blindly when I perform stuff with average stuff that they go what I go I just did a trick from card college yeah and I fooled your butt off with it and you have it so go home and read your book <laughs> and they go what you how I go, it's in that book. It's in that video I sold you <coughs> uh, like last week. No way. And then like, okay, I see. <coughs> you didn't read, did you? Yeah. And <laughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm trying to <clears throat> went a little bit went down the down wrong way. But you're trying to build a community. Here. Uh, yeah. Um, I think probably the greatest thing about having also the shop, not just my dream, but I think the community. I think um, what a great um, magic community and my friends. and the It's almost like a family. I've really changed my life, um, you know, from, you know, my eyes opened. And what a warm magic community. And it, this, it's really changed. And magic is, 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 is really, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's no other um, profession, I think, that you can actually call somebody. If you were stuck and your props were, you, you're a you're professional magician or an amateur magician, and you're doing a show and all of a sudden you got stuck on the road or you lost your luggage, you can pick up, in the old days it was a phone book, but now you can Google a magician in town and he goes, hey, I'm, I'm stuck on the road. Stranger, yeah. can you help me out? And a stranger magician will come out and help you. Now, I can't call a plumber and say, hey, I'm, a, I'm stuck on the road. Can you come out and help me? He's not going to help you. Oh, I'm a, 
you know, uh, electrician or I'm a uh, auto mechanic or whatever it is, you're stuck or I need something, they're not going to come out and help you. But a magician, the, the fraternity of us, if they can come out, they're going to come out and say, yeah, you're, you're coming out in town and all of a sudden I'm stuck. Yeah, no problem. Um, you can call ahead. I'm going to another country and goes, hey, I'm visiting. I'm going to come and uh, visit, uh, you know, Croatia or China or Egypt or whatever it is. And say, like, hey, I'm a magician. I'm going to come through town. Almost other magicians will say, hey, really? Now, if you're not, you're not even famous, yeah. you can just go, I'm going to come through town. Anybody want to hang out? Yeah. Uh, or show me around? Strangers. Strangers will actually come out and say, hey, let's... I'm free. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's hang out and 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 that's the thing about magic. There's a connection and there's a bond and that is the best. It really is um <clears throat> that kind of thing. And like I said, you don't even have to be famous. Now if you're famous, it's a different story. Of course they're going to come up with you. <laughs> yeah. Of course you can stay at my home. Yes. Yeah. So I think the fraternity is is great and the community in San Francisco or the Bay Area, it's really great. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, we've really established something out here. And um, it wasn't as strong. Now it's really strong. And uh, I think we're lucky. Uh, and to live in San Francisco is, is a, you know, incredible city. Um, even the West Coast, you know, itself. Um, but the magic is, is probably one of the best things. And um, I guess I'm the, 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 the go-to guy. And I, I'm pulling it in. Um, but it's hard. It's not easy. People don't realize that magic is a tough, uh, well, it's a tough living. People yeah. always go, you know, wow, you know, I wish I had. I go, man, this is not easy. The, the amount of inventory that you have, you know, I think I have more stuff than anyone. And, and most people will come in and go, I can't believe it. Um, there's more stuff here than I, I, I'm all guarantee you. Almost any magic shop, I have more stuff. Uh, and that goes for all the, the guys. I have more stuff. It's it's filled to capacity. And, you know, San Francisco's small. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, dead on. There, <laughs> there's nothing. Uh, nobody has more stuff than me, I think. Uh, and on top of that, I think the knowledge is, is what I can do. The knowledge, the amount of stock that I have, and uh, what I can give. Um, and I'm here. Yeah. You know. I've, I'm never I'm never sick. Mm -hmm. I, I think I was sick once. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Of all these years, and I had to close. But other than that, I'm here. <laughs> You'll see me thick and thin. You know. <laughs> that's amazing. How do you how do you interact with how do you pitch mag to magic to non magicians when they come in and they have no idea where to start? What do you recommend? Um, that is uh, a tough question, mm -hmm. but it depends on the age. Okay. And um, it really varies. I'm not a pitch shop like the Houdinis. Sure. Uh, so I don't demo all day uh, in that sense of like just demoing. I'll demo sure. if you're serious. And uh, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because I, I don't just go, you know, stand there and then, okay, next show is here. And, you know, and that people do come in because of, they've seen those kind of pitch shops and they go, when are you going to do magic for us? When are you going to do magic? I go, uh, I'm not a monkey. Here, here's a buck. Do your thing. Uh, you know, you don't walk to Macy's. You don't walk to Target or Walmart and say, can you try on a clothes for me? Or can you demo the blender? Mm -hmm. No, you don't, right? So 
because we are a specialty shop, um, I will, you know, when people come, you know, if they're interested, they will ask me and I would say, are you, do you want to learn magic? No, we just want to see a show. I'm like, well, I'm not here to do a show, but I'm here to sell the magic. And if you're interested, if you're serious, then I will judge it by you. And that depends. You know, I'm looking for a trick for my kid or five-year-old, six-year-old, 10-year-old, 15-year-old. Um, so I'm judging with the experience of what you had or what you have nothing. If nothing, then we can we can start off depending on your age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, Svengali deck is my favorite thing because I started with the Svengali deck. And you can do amazing things with it. And I think that's a great beginner trick. But if you're too young, you know, like five years old, what are you doing with cards? You can't do that. Even an adult can do. Um, but if you're, if they want it a little seriously, then I say, well, let's get a book or DVD. If you're an adult, uh, if you say, I want to learn card tricks. Uh, if I want to learn uh, a variety of stuff, give me a book. Um, I want to, you know, depends on really who they are and where their 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 desire is. Mm-hmm. Are you and the, my big thing is are you willing to practice? That's that's the most important thing. Because people that don't want to practice, you can forget it. Don't even do it. I, I mean I even <clears throat> flat out say it. Uh, go get a joke. <coughs> go get something on, on the on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, on the side here. Because I have lots of jokes and novelties, you know, gotta keep in business. Uh, but if you're serious about magic, you you gotta wanna practice. And if you don't want to practice, then this is not the hobby. This is not the thing for you because you can't come in here and buy a trick and then perform it down, you know, next door. Go to the restaurant and eat and go, let me perform this for you now. Mm -hmm. No, I always go, you got to come and see me. And people that come to see me, they go, well, I'm going to do this tonight. What? No. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I've got a show and I'm going to. I'm going to just do this tonight. I go, no, 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 no. You got to buy the trick, go home, at least a day. Some of, you know, you don't need a, but if, now you're an experienced magician, it's a different story. But if you're not an experienced magician, there's no way you can learn a trick and then go out and perform it. You're going to botch it. Yeah. Not only expose it. Yeah, exposure. And that's the worst. That's worse than the mass magician because you're trying to do something and then you expose it, it because you're exposing it. That's worse than the guy, you know, like I said, the mass magician going, oh, by the way, this is how it's done. But you're actually doing the trick wrong. Yeah. And that's, that- I think that's the difference between that and the mass magician is he does the trick well and then tells you how it's done yes. rather than the person never seeing what it was supposed to look yes. like when you just. Oh, there up. was a, he's got this fake thing on his, on his hand. Yeah. He's got this invisible line. Mm. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they come in, and I'm like, no, you cannot. What are you giving away? Mm-hmm. No, 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 stop. Don't do that no more. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's the worst. Exposure, um, for exposure's sake, is not the right thing. Like I said, we fall on shoulders of others. We got to do good magic. And that is mm, the biggest thing. Uh, in, in it's, I, I mean, I have to make a living, so I, I'm trying to sell you a trick. But if you're not going to practice, I will actually say no. And like I said, I've got people yelling at me. But on the other side, if you're a real magician, mm-hmm. you love me. Yeah. Because I protect the magic. I will not sell you a trick that you can't do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, God, he's not selling me. You know, 
he's not selling uh, him. He's, he stops. He goes, oh, man, that's my trick. Even though that's an easy trick, he's not selling it to him. He can get the money, but I won't because yeah. I will. You're not ready for that. What are you? Because some tricks are really easy, but you need experience mm -hmm. to be able to do that trick well. You need to have all this other stuff before you get into the easy stuff. Yeah. You know, and even self-working card tricks. Um, you, you may know how to do that trick, but you need more. Yeah. And if with knowledge and skill, that self-working trick is stronger. Sure. Because they think that you're using something else. Yeah. So it's like sponge balls, you know. Oh, yeah, anybody can. I go, no, not everybody can do sponge balls. Sponge balls are hard. Hard. And I go, you should, you know, if you, 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 you've done sponge balls, okay, now we can move on to another level. You haven't done sponge balls? You know what? You need to do this. Mm -hmm. You need to do this. You need to do a couple of things before we get moving on to other tricks. Okay. But I can do this one. No, you don't have enough skill level. It's not the skill. Maybe it's the performance. You know experience. You know, and that's the other, talk about experience. Um, I think the new generation, I know it's tangent, but I just talked, I just brought up more magicians need more stage time versus. Well, there's not a place to go and be bad. Yes. There aren't magic open mics. Yes. But in front of your friends, family. That's how we all did it in the old days. Sure. And um, unfortunately, we have a, um, uh, a, a generation of. Uh, of uh, everything's good. Mm -hmm. The mom's going to say everything's good. Uh, that uh, yes generation. Uh, but it's not. And that's why some families come in and they go, my son's really good. My daughter's really good. I go, nah, I don't know about that. You know, and yeah. I, I, I kind of gently tell them and then, I, and then I let them have it. If you go, <coughs> you want my critique? And some people don't like it. I go, he's fooling you, but he's not fooling me. I see everything, and it's terrible, and, and I, I really let them have it. So um, I think we need to go out and perform, and like everyone else, we need the experience. We need the stage time. we got to go out. Close-up magic from close-up to stage, doesn't matter, parlor. You have to perform, perform, perform. Friends, family. That's why I say always bring a trick with you mm -hmm. whenever you're going to like a party, going to school. And you know, certain times you're gonna get you're gonna get laughed at, you're gonna get booed, you're gonna you're gonna mess up. But we all do that. I mess up here all the time. But you always have something ready to, to perform, and another one to recover. Uh, you don't try new material every single day. You try new material when you 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 got a good audience. Yeah. You know who you're performing for, and that's the experience part. You know, you don't try new material for new people. You could have good material. And then when you're ready to perform, uh, they know you're good. Ma you're a magician. Then you can say, "Oh, well, let me try something new." Mm -hmm. And if you flub it up, they they already seen good magic. Yeah. So they're not gonna they're gonna be more forgiving because sure. they go, "Oh wow, this is new." So it's it's all the philosophy of magic, and that's why I say go to these lectures. You you see these guys that are professional magicians. The the guys that I bring in, they're they are professionals. They're lecturing. They're telling you uh, about what's going on. Um, and you see the insight from from professionals mm -hmm. uh, versus amateurs. Sure, you know, and and there's lectures out there. And, and by the way, everybody wants to be a lecturer. 
and, and, and not everybody is good, uh, especially the, the lectures online now. You sit there and I don't even know some of these guys. I'm like, who, who, who is this guy? Does, is he ready? And I get calls all the time. And I go, you know, my lecture people that I bring in has to be a certain caliber. Yeah. It's like you you got to be a, a someone who has experience, who has knowledge, who has skills, and who has to be able to perform uh, in the, in this in that higher caliber to go, you can teach somebody something. Sure. Versus like, yeah, I created a couple of tricks. Now I'm ready to lecture. <coughs> yeah. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Not everybody can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky Jay, I, I, I asked him one time, I said, you going to come and lecture for me? And he said, I'm still a student. I'm not even ready yet. And I'm like, wow. And he is... You know, he's yes. ready, but he's like, I'm still a student. Wow. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, so uh, they're, they're, if you're not ready and you're just like, oh, I just, and that's, I think the new generation, you know, I'll create some tricks and I'll put it online and, and I'll sell it versus I want to be a magician yeah. and I want to perform, mm-hmm. uh, you know, boom. I mean, there's, there's different ways to make a living, but this is. In the old days, we said, I want to be a magician. I can perform on TV. I can perform in front of parties and do things. But that's, I think it's, it's a change uh, style now. Sure. <clears throat> it's one of the few art forms that can play in, you know, any different venue. There is a thing called magic that you can do at a birthday party or at a cocktail party. But, you know, a stand-up comedian cannot go and do comedy at a cocktail party. That's true. You know? Yeah. And it's one of those weird things where you have to grapple with what is it about magic that makes it an art, even though it's so different than every other art form that is very venue-specific, generally. You know what? It is. Um, I think that is our, our, our art form, and we are stuck to that. You know, um, <clears throat> positive and negative. We can do that, but a stand-up comedian cannot do his jokes. He can't do, you know, his comedy act yeah. in a living room. Whereas we can do our magic act yeah. close up. But is it is it necessarily art? Um, do you think you have to create a context around art? No, that's where I say the presentation depends on you. You you don't have to. It is an art the way we think about it if you think about it but it's not a uh it's the presentation of no it's it doesn't have to be um art in that sense so it's, it's different context different thinking but it is an art but we, we we're subcat you know it's like another category of it and another way of performing it uh and it's, it's subjective i think um we don't we don't have the luxury of the high esteem of people uh, appreciating it. Mm-hmm. We, we, and that's where hopefully we have magicians that will take it to that next stream. And I, you know what? <coughs> I can't tell you that I would say probably only a handful of guys can actually do that um, and say, uh, bring magic to an art form to say wow there it will it, you transcend uh 
magician and become artist. Yes. You know. Yeah. And um, there is guys that do that, and 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 can we get past that? Um, I think David Blaine now can you can say that now he's an artist because people are beginning to look at him like that. Uh, Chris Angel, no matter what you say about him, he's become that. The superstars of magic, David Copperfield, those guys have become artists now. They don't look at them as, you know, Penn and Teller, the superstars. They're, 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 they're well, just, just because someone's a very famous doesn't necessarily make them an artist. So what's your... What's your uh, I would say... Um, what's criteria for being an artist? An artist, I think, um, your, your style and your um, performance, and what you're thinking about. What you, like Rene Levant, uh, Tamaras, um, those are artists. I agree, but I wouldn't put Chris Angel in that category. Yes. <clears throat> and here's why I, I know that people will say that. But um, I don't have a problem with him. He's very successful, and I wish him all the best, yeah. but I don't consider him an artist. Yeah. I, so um, I want to understand But, but you know what? I, I, I didn't say that in the beginning, <clears throat> but um, no, I haven't seen the show. Sure. I hear his new show in Vegas. But his new show, and I've talked to so many people that yeah. come to see me, and they go, I guess, that show is really incredible. Yeah. So I'm going to give him the benefit and say he's an artist. And he's and people, the perception of the um, the layperson, call him an artist. So he, no matter if you, if, as a magician, it's okay, but we, as a... Um, uh, performer, and we as a magician, if he's doing good and he's he's not dissing the art, he's not making us look bad, which he was. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that, but if you watch some of the older stuff that he was doing, it wasn't that good. Yeah. But from what I hear, and I have magicians actually coming in to see me, telling me, Joe, you got to see the show. Sure. It is great. Sure. And I've had people go, I can't believe it. It's really, really good. And I'm like, Really? So then I'm going, okay, I'm going to see the show. and uh, I, But I would say, because people come to me and say, people come to me yeah. and say, he's an artist. Uh, he's an artist. I said, okay. If he's an artist, then I think uh, it's all in the perception of the person. But I would say, to us magicians, though. I think that's exactly the same thing as a parent coming in and saying, my child is a magician. Yes, yes, exactly. People who don't know... Don't know. Don't know. And the public is not educated about this in the same way that the film-going public has the Oscars, which is the Academy, voting on their best the picks film. to tell people what the best films are. Yes. <clears throat> and that, that, like that, 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 that's exactly. And, and, and well, we have the, the castle, the okay. Magic Academy of uh, uh, Magical Arts, yeah. telling us who's better. We have FISM. Sure. But for something that is, <clears throat> you know, you can't, you can't go to a party and act. You can't be an actor at yes. a party. Yes, so can. that's the difference. Is like the academy and uh, FISM are great within the community, but the lay public at large has no idea and does not care. Yes, and I hopefully, I think that's what we need. Yeah, we need somehow mm -hmm. to have that transcend. I think Penn and Teller show right now yes. has has done that. With the um, Fool Us show. Mm -hmm. Although I shouldn't say Fool Us. But it's still better than nothing. Because we see great acts. And we are now, uh, the public is beginning to see that a little bit more. It does provide a context for what good magic is. Yes. You know, and I use air quotes. Listen. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. But 
right after that, I think there's a um, a special that's produced like another special right after Penn and Teller. Usually, following Penn and Teller's show, there's another magic show. I don't know if you've seen that I, one. I don't. I'm not familiar. Yeah, there's another show, and that is not good. But it's got really great performers on there sometimes. Yeah. But it doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but do you know the difference between that is that Penn and Teller are the ones saying that was good or... Yeah, it is. You know, not. It is. But you know what? The people love it. And the people do... <coughs> because of them, I think the, the ones that are a little bit smarter and the ones that are really getting it, they do come in and they go, oh my God, I love Shin Lim. Yeah. And they go, Shin Lim was fantastic. Or, uh, you know, who else, you know... And they go. They appreciate that act, mm-hmm. and how many hours they spend or weeks and months to that. America's Got Talent is getting better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make us look like idiots. We've had some really pretty decent magicians on the show now, sure. <clears throat> and I think this is what the so we're 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 becoming better. Uh, it's definitely magic is definitely in the zeitgeist. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really <clears throat> become so much. Better than it was, um, and I think it is going to be better. And you know, we got it's going to go back and forth. Uh, so it's like the clown thing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the clown thing was really bad in, in a, uh, for a while. The scary clowns, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, now it's dying back. And then the perception is going to hopefully we can get the clowns. And that's another thing about clowns that come into the shop. They're not magicians, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are not magicians. They don't know. Now, I don't want to say anything. There's a lot of great clowns out there. But you to be a magician or to be a magical clown, you should be somebody in, in the context of, I'm going to take it serious. I don't just come in and buy a trick. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, how Also, why some people don't like me. The clown come into the shop. I know I'm going on a tangent. But the clown comes in the shop and goes, hey, um, I'm a clown. And I want to see some stuff, and I want to buy some stuff. And I'm okay. Uh, what can you do? Uh, not really anything. I'm simple, but I got money. I go well. How about this? So I show him a couple things, and he goes, No, 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 no. I want that arm chopper. And I'm like, No, 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 no. That's not for you. You're you're a clown. You're doing kid shows, right? Yeah. Arm chopper is not for kids. He goes, No, 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 no. I've seen it. Somebody's done it before, and I like that trick. Uh, and I'm like, um, This is not for kids. You are a clown. <laughs> Even kid show performers, I don't sell that to. Do you want to ruin someone's life? Basically. Yeah. yeah. And also, you are, you set examples. Yeah. They look up, the kids look up to you. Exactly. You're, you're, you are, you're like a superhero. Yeah. You're, you're, you're somebody they look up to. You can't do that. He goes, no, 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 no. Show it to me. I'm like, I, all right, I'll show it to you. So I show it to him. And he was like, I want this, I want this. I go, well, show me how to do it. it's done. By the way, that's another thing. I don't teach anything. Mm-hmm. You have to buy it, then I teach you. But I say no, I'm not going to teach you, because you got to buy it first. But you shouldn't do this for clown uh, kid shows. Well, if you don't show me, how am I supposed to? Uh, you can do it. It's not hard. Arm chopper is easy, but I'm not going to show you how to do it. And you shouldn't be doing this. Well, if uh, you don't show me, I'm not going to buy it. I said good, don't buy it. So he walks out. That's a simple thing. It's like um, you're a clown. You're not a magician. Just because you say you do magic as a clown doesn't mean you're a magician. Yeah. You you, you shouldn't be doing this. You 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 make us look bad, right? Uh, jugglers, same thing. 
uh, a lot of jugglers come in and they go, well, you know, we juggle. I go, yeah, but magic's different. Uh, well, how hard is it? I go, it's hard. You drop that ball, you can pick it up and do it again. Yeah. You, you blow the magic trick, you can't. A lot of jugglers actually come back and go, wow, I never thought this was that hard. After I give them a couple of tricks. Yeah. And goes, wow, it is hard. Uh, although at a magic convention, they're the number one show act. Because <laughs> it's like, whoa, you got 10, 10 guys doing snowstorms and linking rings. And then one guy juggles. Who gets the standing O? The juggler. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of skill set. Right. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a different. But as an artist, I think um, we're gonna get there. Uh, I don't know if America's ready for it, but we're getting better. Mm -hmm. The perception of a magician is better. Sure. Uh, and you know, are we gonna get it to like how Spain is, where it's incredible? They they feature it, or Europe, you know, where they feature the the sleight of hand skills. I think Ricky Jay's show was probably the best thing. And then I think Helder and... Um, Derek. Derek uh, show uh, when they're doing it. You know, you see that kind of uh, people. We need that more of that. There is guys that can do that. And guys that do that every little town. Maybe you'll, you'll see a performer. Not just, hello, voila, you know, that kind sure. of magic. Yeah. It's, we're going to sit down. We're going to see a theater show. And it's going to be fantastic, and you 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 know, uh, you know, but it doesn't stay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, it's not like it's going to stay and, and put. You know, um, slowly, I think it evolved, and um, if we can get that kind of show, but it, again, it's it's going to close after a while. It's just like anything else; it doesn't stay in the perception. We need to have more of that kind of special on TV. Maybe I think that might be. One of the things, like when Ricky Jay had his 52 assistants, that was amazing. Yeah. And watching that on TV, because uh, I, I never saw it live, um, but seeing that, it was a performance and the way they did it. <clears throat> if we had more of that kind of special, where we sit down, we see a theater, and, and the guy does close-up magic on TV, yeah. uh, and seeing the skill involved, then I think we can have that perception. The, the Spanish guys do it. Uh, the Asians guy, the Asians kind of do it with a little campiness. Okay, if you watch their shows, the Asians kind of, there's a little campy, like Lu Chan, is the most famous magician now. Um, if you watch his show, it's a little campy, but he does have some really smart moments in his pieces, depending on, <coughs> on what he's doing. The aesthetic is different. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Darren Brown. <clears throat> I mean, you watch Darren Brown. That is an amazing show. The way he performs it and the way he structures it with the writers and the, the way, the concept. It's not just mentalism. This is like, whoa, take it to another level. Watch his specials and it's like, wow. And to see him live is even better. And he's a, you know, so there's guys that are doing it. Um, and of course, there's guys that were just, you know, performing regular stuff. But can we... And we need someone, some producers that will line it up. But what happens is they end up going, we want street magic. We want street magic. It's, right? And that yeah. sells. So what can you do? You end up with a whole bunch of magicians getting these street shows instead of going, hey, 
let's sit down in a theater and let's do some close-up magic and sit well, maybe one-on-one, two people in the audience. And it doesn't have to be in the theater, just two people <clears throat> sitting there and doing amazing card magic or yeah. amazing, uh, des- you know, presentation that will like, whoa. Um, we'll see. I think um, there will be, and there, and there will be great magicians uh, coming up and who will be the next superstar? Who will be the next David Copperfield? Uh, you know, that is the big question, you know, yeah. who, who can, who can take him? Um, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you it's hard, but it can be done. Um, no one can be Houdini. Um, I thought Copperfield did it, but Copperfield's, um, era is almost, uh, there, you know, cause he's not doing enough TV. He's not doing enough media, uh, I think, uh, and he should be doing that. Uh, in, in this day and age, it's really easy. Um, in the old days, it was harder. But I think that's where um, Copperfield uh, could be strong. I mean, he, he has a big legacy. He could really help the magic community. Too. He has uh, all these great guys that have power, uh, like Chris, David Blaine, this superstar, Penn and Chandler. Penn and Chandler are doing it, I'm going to tell you, right off the dot. I salute them because they're doing a show that is helping promote great magic. Copperfield should do something like that. And uh, Chris Angel should... Chris Angel kind of... He did his little uh, Mind Freak tour or whatever with a bunch of guys doing it. But Copperfield, I think, should come back and uh, give back to, you know, all these guys in the community because he has all the money in the world, too. So... There's certainly potential there, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um Jordan Gold told me that I should mention the San Francisco Stage and Close-Up Competition. Oh, yes. So I have a competition, um, uh, and it's I do a close-up competition. I haven't done it for a while because I need great acts. Mm-hmm. And these guys, the people that have won, have really gone on and bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Ramon has won. He's, he's probably the um, uh, superstar. Um Brett Schneider has won. He's actually, I think, in Chicago now performing Houdini shows. Uh, 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 I think I just saw him there on one of these uh, theater shows. Um, I have Chin Chin, who's won. Uh, I mean, Christian Kajigo, who's big in the San Francisco community. He actually owns the San Francisco Ghost Hunt. It's fantastic. And he's uh, uh, also has his own theater shows, one like The Fringes. He's traveling. He does shows in New York. Uh, in Vancouver mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know he's done it in um, London and so he I've got guys that really now talk about Jordan now that guy's rocking yeah he is he graduated with a degree in uh, magic in magic can yeah. you believe it uh, now I don't know if I told you this he told you the story about his he's a violin player mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he told you this. Um, I'll tell you a story about Jordan. Okay. I don't know if he'll kill me. He will, he will not. He will not. <laughs> I've known Jordan since he was a kid, too. Uh-huh. So Jordan is a violin player. Uh-huh. And he comes in, and he, he loves magic, and he's buying tricks for me, and we're talking, and he's doing stuff, and he's, he's killing. He is rock solid. He's good thinker. And you know he's, he's, he's really good. But his mom comes in and goes, Now, Joe, I want to make sure you know that this magic stuff is good, but do not ruin his hands. He is a violin player. 
he, you know, he's really good and I don't want this magic thing to ruin his hands. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. If anything, the magic will help him yeah. with his violin playing. <laughs> it's going to be very, very good. Sleight of hand, dexterous with his hands. And he's like, okay, you sure now? Yes, positive. And he's going to come out of his shell. He's going to be like hip and cool. And he's going to meet people. And it's going to take him further. Mm-hmm. And okay, you sure? Positive. So he, you know, he does like shows here once in a while, and he's in the Bay Area, and he, you know, and then finally he goes, Joe, I'm graduated from high school. I'm going to go to school. I forgot where, back east or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay. <clears throat> and then comes back after like I think the first semester, comes back and goes, Joe, I'm not going to do a violin. I got a, he, by the way, he got a mu- uh, I think a scholarship in music to mm-hmm. go to this school. In music. Yep. Comes back. I'm not going to, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you not going to do? Because I'm not going to do violin anymore. I'm not, I, I love it, but I'm, I'm still play, but I'm not going to do it. I go, what are you going to do? I want to be a magician. What? <laughs> I want to be a magician. I'm going to get a magic degree. I go, oh my God. Did your mom? Your mom's gonna kill me. Kill me because I'm the one who started you. He goes, no, 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 don't worry. I was like, your mom knows about this. Yes, we talked it over. We talked it over, and one of the things he said was because he talked to his teacher, his mm-hmm. his professor, and his professor's really, really good, but he cannot get into the San Francisco harmonica i mean the orchestra or the chicago or the new york symphony and you know all these things and mm-hmm. it's like he's really good and he's better than me yeah and th- and then on top of that wedding gigs trios you know doing these little bits and pieces how much money can you make even though you're a, you're a struggling musician you don't make that much it's very hard yeah i make more money as a magician doing a kids show party for 300 bucks that's true, but do you want to go that route? Yes. So here we go. Jordan Gold is now a magician, <laughs> and you know, the mom will blame me for. <laughs> but he's fantastic. He's rocking solid. He's got some original effects. Every time he comes in and shows me things, I'm blown away. He fools I'm, me every time I see. Every him. time, and he's he's rocking solid. I mean, you sit there and go. This guy, you know, and he created drinks for the Magic Castle. Mm-hmm. He's a mixologist. Oh, my yep. God. And this guy's rocking. I'm, I'm so proud of him. There's another person that I go, wow, look at him. And he's rocking. He's did it. He hangs out with Chris Kenner. Yeah. Hangs out with all these guys, uh, the Pendragons, Jonathan. He ha- they go to Disneyland. And I like go every week. <laughs> I know. And I go, what? I'm, go- I'm going to Disneyland with Jordan on Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I go, I, I can't even do that. It's, it's so amazing to see these. My students mm-hmm. are doing this. Uh, Alex Ramon, the mm-hmm. same thing. He calls me from Las Vegas. Yeah. And he goes, Joe, I'm um, at uh, Lance's castle. Where, where are you? I'm hanging out with uh, Lance. There's a... Um, uh, Penn, Penn and Teller's here. There is uh, Chris Angel's here. Um, you know, Mason Jonathan's right here. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out. Where are you? At the castle. La- they call it Lance's castle. I go, 
I can't even get invited. <laughs> these guys are bigger than me now. Yeah. It's amazing uh, that you see these Your guys. Legacy. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. It's amazing to see guys that mm-hmm. when they were little guys and now they're huge. And it, it's, it's, it's just wow. You know, it, it, you can't not... I'm proud to say these guys are doing it and, 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 and then doing what they love too. This is the most important thing. You do what you love. Uh, I do what I love. And hopefully I teach these guys and they keep going and, uh, you know, now they're making a living. Um, It's really special uh, to see um, uh, everybody working and uh, doing what you love. You know, it's it's really uh, real magic. Yeah. Well, how do your kids feel about magic? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hear you saying do what you love. Yeah, you know what? My kids are born in the magic shop. Yeah. Uh, I have a girl and a boy, and um, they're performers. They really are performers. um, However, um, they don't have that passion for magic. They're magicians. I mean, if you, they're actors. So um, they can wing it. If they have to do a show and they've done shows, uh, real quick, uh, they will wing it, and they will, you know, Dad, teach me the trick. And because they're actors, and that's why I say good actors can be great magicians. Yeah. Uh, and just like Robert Houdin said, you know, uh, we are playing the part of a magician, uh, an actor playing the part of a magician. So my kids act, <clears throat> and they dance, and they, uh, so they can perform. Um, so when they want to, they'll jump up on it. But if you say, can you do any major super, yeah, not really. Yeah. Because uh, they're born in it. Mm-hmm. They, they just, you know, in fact, I was the coolest dad for when they were like 10, until 10. <laughs> After that, no dad, no more magic. Yeah. You know, so, um, <clears throat> uh, so they're good. Um, they're actors. Um, they will do magic if you have to. Sure. Um, and my son's a DJ. And they're hip hop dancers, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what that takes them. Um, yeah. So there is, you never know. It may fall back, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it cross links because uh, look at Harry Blackstone Jr. <laughs> yeah, he came back. He came back, and he's a magician now. And he never did any magic back in the days. Yeah, uh, but he's a, he became a magician. So uh, you never know if it comes back or forth. Um, but you know. And uh, you live in the magic world, but you have to have that. You have to have love for it. Yeah. And just like every other um, kid, there's not too many. Uh, I think there's a couple of legacies, like Mark Wilson, you know, with Greg sure. Wilson, and uh, Sean Farquhar. Mm-hmm. Look at him. He's three generations of magic. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he has three generation or fourth generation of magic in his family, and then of course. Uh, but we'll see if my yeah. kids will um, do it. But encourage them because uh, that's what you want people to do. Sure. You you want that uh, encouragement to and magic is all about encouragement. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I have guys in here that you you would sit there and go, "There's no way that this guy could do any magic," and but they they stick with me, and I'm tough. 
I'm sometimes I'm yelling at them mm-hmm. uh, that you know you're doing it wrong, you're holding the grip wrong. You know, I don't know if you you were walking in, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was teaching the guy twins, <clears throat> and uh, I was like, no, do this, do this, do this, and he was like, okay, okay, you know, uh, and you know they're here, and I'm over and over, and I said, go home, come back, and it's free. I'm not yeah, charging. Sure. I said, you just hang out. I'm gonna work with you, and I'll walk and do something else. I'll come back and say, "Are you done?" Mm, yeah, and I okay. Let me see it again, and I'll I'll go. I'll, but I will. I'm patient enough. If you're willing to practice and you're willing to really learn the slight, I will take you. And then I'll, on top of that, I'll add the presentation and I'll make it good. And then you can go and perform it for someone. Mm-hmm. So um, if you anybody could, the great thing about this, anybody can do it. You just have to want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, magic's not like. Uh, you know, a, a, a gymnast. Yeah. You, you, you ain't got it. You ain't got it. Yeah. I mean, you can practice all you want, but if you ain't got it, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but magic, anybody can do it. You may not be able to do the harder slot. You can't do, like for instance, I can't do a um, second deal or a bottom deal. But there's other tricks you could do. Yeah. Sure. There's always other stuff you could do. Maybe I can't. My my I have arthritis. Okay, no problem. You know what? I got other tricks you could do. We yeah. can get you going. Here's some mental magic. Here's some yeah. working stuff. There's, There's some, some stuff yeah. that and anybody can do it. Yeah. But anybody have every everybody has to perform it right. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think the the key to good magic on that part. So what I mean, you said over twenty years been here at the shop. What's the what's the legacy of this place gonna be? Oh do you know? I don't know. Um is it too soon to ask? <laughs> uh, maybe too soon. I'm yeah. still I'm still here, yeah. so I'm still kicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope. <laughs> um, I think uh, hopefully we can still go another twenty years. Yeah. Um, um, it's not easy, uh, sure. especially with the internet now uh, and, and the rise of rents, and uh, you know, just just it's in itself. But hopefully. Um, with the support of the community, with the support of all the magicians and people that know uh, a, a real brick and mortar, a real uh, place where people can actually come in and uh, see me, see uh, real magic mm-hmm. uh, for advice, um, for mentorship. Um, I think I do it all. And, and just coming people to, to really... Uh, no, you know, I'm not just a um, magician too. I'm almost, it's really like chairs. Yeah. I'm like a bartender, <laughs> if you know. People come in, yeah. and you were here, there's people here hanging out, but sometimes I'm just talking about life. Yeah. And I've known, like I said, I've known these guys since they were kids, and we're talking about getting married, their girlfriends, their breakup, things like that. I will yeah. give them life, ex- you know, experiences and, and advice. Uh, kind of shrink in a, in a certain sure, sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's great, um, but mm. I love it. it it's kind of like I'm here. I'm like the, the dad to a lot of these guys. Uh, and they come in and like, let's talk. I've known them for years. I've known their parents. Uh, and they come in and like, okay, let's, you know, and it, you don't even have to talk to me about magic sometimes. You just come in and we'll just talk. We'll talk about movies. We'll talk about this, talk about that. Uh, and then, but that the common bond is the magic, and yeah. you know, and the legacy. I think hopefully I'll be here. Um, you know, you just love it. Um, 
the magic is it's it's really uh, you know the passion and I, I love magic and uh, uh, I've always dreamed of uh, becoming a magician and doing the magic and teaching mm-hmm. these guys and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of uh, what has gone on for, for misdirections it, it's really gone further and all the guys that I meet it's it's incredible mm-hmm. um, and, to, and and you know I never thought I would meet my heroes and be hanging out with my heroes and and to teaching people that will become successful and um, going for, forward, it's just uh, an amazing life. I, 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 I have to thank everybody and everyone, and it's it's incredible. Um, you you cannot uh, think, and, and it's all about magic. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Well, how do you feel? Do you feel good? I feel good. We did. Uh, we're at one fifty. That's pretty good. That's good. Um, I, there's one thing that I, I like to ask okay. before we end, and that is either, it's, you can do either one, either what was the time you were fooled the hardest, like really gut punched, brain sure. shaken? Um, I, there's a couple times. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will tell you, um, probably my you know at lectures or people coming in the shop mm-hmm. and um i think uh, pit hartling did it for me first time mm-hmm. uh pit uh, he lectured for me uh and he came in and he did um he fooled me really badly because he did stuff that tamaris did and yeah. i'd never seen tamaris mm-hmm. and he used the memorized deck and that kicked my butt yeah and i i tell you i did not know how he did it it, it was he fooled me with a memorized deck. He came in here to shop. Uh, he lectured for me, and then he we hung out, uh, and he come and he hung out in the shop, and and he did this trick, you know, um, you know, card at any number, and I never seen it uh, that way, and I was like, what the hell does he do? <laughs> and he said, name a number, name a card, and then I went, okay, and then I remember the number, I remember the card, and I could not sleep, so I went home that night, and I was sleeping. I woke up in the middle of the night, and bam, I went, the card, the card, the card was, uh, I forgot the number, yeah. 27 or whatever, sure. and it was the Ace of Clubs, whatever it is. And I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, and Tamaris has not released Mnemonica, uh, Tamaris has not, but there's a videotape yeah. of um, Tamaris's. There's, a, there's lore that that's how Michael Weber learned the stack is from that video. Okay. Yeah. And, that, and, and so I went, what the heck? I went back to my library, I popped that video in, mm-hmm. and I played, and there was the car. At that number, I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> there is the memorized deck. Yeah. And he used the memorized deck to fool me. So that was an amazing. Uh, that's probably the, uh, the the night. It's hard to fool me. You know, I'll tell you this. It really is hard to fool me. Um, but I get fooled all the time. Sure. People come in, and they fool me. Because and, and, uh, I'm not thinking sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. not even... Because I'm enjoying Me the too. magic. I love it. Yep. I love to watch performance. I love to see the what he's doing instead of looking like, okay, what's he moving? Because that you can fool me with. Sure. Um, so I enjoy it. But if I sat there and go, what the heck did he do? Um, Danny Dorotius was just here. Mm-hmm. And he lectured for me just recently. And he fried me also. And I was like, and it's again, 
Tamaras style magic. Yeah. Because you <clears throat> cannot follow it. And on top of that, he's he's putting layers and layers and layers of tricks in there. Mm -hmm. It's not just one effect. He's got like three principles in there. Yeah. He's got a self-working principle in here. He's got a force in here. He's got a memorized deck or he's got this. So it's yeah. like he's adding layers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and then when you, and then you're like, I don't, my brain hurts. Yeah. Then after that, he teaches you and you're like, actually, it's not that hard. Yeah. But it's complex, but it's also yes. not difficult. So yeah. the, but that's <clears throat> where it is. That's what fools you. And I'll tell you. The real magic that fools you is, is almost like self-working. Mm -hmm. But it's hidden within the stuff. Sure. So um, that is where the real magic is. To, to fool me, it's hard. But I said to really, um, it's not about the fooling. It's about the enjoyment of the magic. If you come in with a great routine and and we sit there, I, you know, that is what real magic is. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then if you... If you can fool me on top of that, yeah, that's even better. Sure. And I have guys that will go, whoa. Um, but yeah, I think those two were the the where I was like, oh my gosh. Of course, uh, it takes me a little bit longer to think about it. Mm -hmm. But once I I can retrace a little bit, just like anybody else, you know, or you see it twice, you know, like Houdini would tell um, Fair, when yeah. he was fooled. Yeah. Uh, show it to my wife. Show it to my wife. Show it to Beth. Beth, can you watch it again? Oh, show it to this guy. Show it to guy. He's watching Vernon film three or four times, mm -hmm. and he didn't know what was up yeah. with that. So he's watching it again, and he's watching it again. So if I watch it again, I, I can pinpoint it, but I can be fooled, and, sure. and, and anybody can be fooled. <clears throat> it's the amount of uh, knowledge that you have, and the amount of, uh, and, and that's where um, a good magician. <clears throat> comes in and goes uh, like Weber. Mike Weber is killer. Yep. Uh, when he lectured for me, he did some stuff and I was like, wow, this is really good. And then of course he teaches it Yeah. Uh, at the lecture and everything. But uh, you see the, the brilliant minds, mm -hmm. the brilliant minds in magic and um, um, what makes the greats great and what makes the not so great, not great. Uh, but you will see um, great magicians um, that have the the knowledge, mm -hmm. the skill, and uh, as they, you know, there's, they're, they're, and they add those elements, yeah, the layers of magic uh, to really fool people. Well, that was great. Thank you so okay. much. Jeff. Thank you so much. It's great. Uh, thank you, Elliot. Yeah. For having me. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>